everyone. I just wanted to let you know that we had some problems with Stanford's mic on this episode. And so it created some, uh, some rough sounds uh, in a few segments, but I still thought that it was strong enough and there was enough good in there to uh, put it out there. And so hopefully that won't be too much of a struggle for you. Uh, but anyway, I wanted you to know that we were aware of that and uh, felt like it was still strong enough to put out. So thanks so much and enjoy this episode of Obscure Animation. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Obscure Animation. And every month we come on this podcast and we talk about an underappreciated animated film, usually a smaller film that we want to celebrate. And it's so much fun. Today we have a very special film from this last year actually yeah i thought would be very cool to talk about uh something recent and uh so i'm film critic rachel wagner and stanford is here hi how's it going yes uh, i'm doing very well i survived christmas yay so, yay <laughs> i mean seriously rachel oh my goodness that's amazing <laughs> i have felt kind of wrung out this whole month i'm not gonna yes. lie Oh, who can blame you? You need recovery time after yeah. all. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and just trying to get ready for Sundance and, yeah, and all of that. It's been, uh, it's been a weird, I felt kind of a, a weird month. And, and then I got this little bit of a cold. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, yeah. it's, an, it's interesting. But, um, but yeah, so I thought it would be cool to talk about the smaller animated films of this last year. Uh, and I, I, the reason why I thought of it is because I received a screener's kit from G-Kids uh, with a bunch of their smaller animated films that they're promoting. Some of them I had seen, like Promare I had seen, I'd seen Oko's In, um, but uh, I, uh, I hadn't seen this uh, several of them that I really enjoyed. Uh, there's <laughs> um, one called Boonwell and the I think and the Magic Turtles or something like that about uh, about a famous director Louis Boonwell and it was very creative. It was a little he was a little insufferable for too long. Sometimes it got a little repetitive, but it was an interesting. It's definitely worth watching. Checking out. Uh, and uh, so that was interesting. And then there's another one called Morona's uh, Fantastic Tale about a little doggy that was very, very cool visually, very different. So maybe someday we'll do either one of those films. Um, <laughs> Which would be fantastic because yes. I love all these international yeah. <laughs> uh, films. This is really, really, yeah. they're fascinating, many yeah. of them. You know, a lot of them aren't necessarily my cup of joe but that's okay they don't have to be you know yeah. I just think they're just they're they're interesting to see these different animation styles and these yeah. different stories that they're telling yeah. well even if like you don't love them i feel like most of the time there's something to appreciate uh to gain from it it's a good experience i feel like mm -hmm. yeah so uh but um but yeah so the one i wanted to pick uh, is a movie called Funan that honestly, if I had waited a little bit longer to do my best of the year list till after I had watched these screeners, I would have included it on my best of the year list because I think this movie is excellent. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's a tough watch 
it's pretty brutal mm-hmm. but i really thought it was a beautiful story about family in the end and the animation was so so beautiful and and it is available right now you can go on any of your streaming on youtube or on i think on itunes you said you watched yeah, it. yeah that's what i watched it was I, I rented it on itunes yeah yeah so it's available now pretty easily for most people so uh if uh if it sounds interesting to you uh then uh, you should you guys should definitely give it a watch i think it's it's a really good uh little um film and uh so what we're well let's talk a little bit about it first um so this movie is all about a family in 1975 cambodia that is being forced into uh these concentration camps basically these communal farms by the khmer rouge is that yeah, the, the way khmer, you say it? the khmer rouge i believe khmer rouge. um and so it is some tough topics and we'll go into detail but what was your overall thoughts about the film? Well, I thought it was a really fascinating film. It's such a a, a compelling and moving story, uh, a really heavy family drama. But but I, I mean that is almost as a compliment, though. I mean, it's yeah. really you know you just feel the weight of this um, family and what they're going what, what they're going through. Uh, my only experience really in from a film sense with 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 uh the Khmer Rouge the the horrific mm-hmm. uh regime uh, of, of the Khmer Rouge was the movie The Killing Fields. I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen that film. I've heard about it, yeah. but I haven't seen it. My and mom told me about it um and it's one that she found she found moving. Yeah, it's very moving, you know, again, just similar to this and it's just uh, such a horrific tragedy you know just how horrible these these uh, humans can treat each other uh but and i think overall though too this was just a one, a really great example of animation as a medium not rather than how many so many, many people think about animation as a genre and mostly a genre for little kids entertainment you know right it's just this was such uh it was a really interesting uh, way to tell the story. So I think, you know, kudos to, to the director and, and, and to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting uh, stuff uh, about this film in that they have a press kit and the director, Dennis Doe, he, he made this movie uh, based on his mother's it's on his story. Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I don't think he was, it sounds like he, because, you know, the press materials say that he's part, he was, well, he was born in France. And so I, I take it he wasn't, I, initially I was wondering if he was the, if he's the young boy in the film, which we'll, you know, which we'll be talking about, but it doesn't sound like it. No. But I think it's, it's about his like brother. A, yeah. And he says that, he says, I've chosen animation as it is a passion of mine. But I also prefer to see my mother drawn rather than played by a real actress because that implies more universality. The heroine of Funan is Cambodian, but first and foremost, a woman, a mother. Animation is an ideal medium to captivate the audience by giving them perspective from reality. The film is realistic while preserving space for interpretation. In subtle ways, it will provoke and evoke. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was excellent. Yeah. Description I, of it, yeah. you know, and I would agree. Like, oh, yeah. I yeah. He's coming from on that. And that's what people miss when they just say the animation is just for kids or it's oh, just so family audience because they miss that ability that you can have with animation of really putting yourself into the story and uh, in a way that sometimes can be difficult for live action because they're people, you know, and so unless you super connect with that person that it's i don't know it's just a different thing rather than i'm gonna almost jump into this painting metaphorically and 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 enter this whole sort of world and experience it you know whether it's a semi-realistic world or whether it's a complete fantasy world Mm -hmm. and i think that that's a special gift that only animation can provide yes Mm. agreed absolutely And uh, so I think this, I really agree with what he has to say here about, uh, about it. And it just helps to, you can control, I think, tone also in just a really special way with the colors and the, and the, the, the style, the way that people are, because um, you have such control over every yes. single aspect of their eyes, of their face, of their uh, just everything uh, when mm-hmm. you're in animation and, I love the animation in this. I think it is so beautiful. I did too. I thought it was really stunning. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, just, and it was such a contrast between the, just these beautiful, almost tourist looking backgrounds of yes. the suns and the, the sky. And, and then the, the, the just horrors of what is happening at this camp and uh, it, it it really made it all the more meaningful to me uh, and the way that the director used shadow yes frequently to show like a person would kind of have their head down and you'd only see like a a thin a thin streak of uh of light on them and mm-hmm. i don't know it just it worked so well yes i agree uh it, and really one of the strong points of the film, you know, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. But, but just because the, the animation and the, you know, the artistry is, is, is so excellent. I think that really uh, elevates it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that honestly, I, I, I think this could have uh, gotten more uh, Oscar play, but I think that G kids had a pretty bad year. Um, and I, I hope that, uh, that Netflix isn't becoming the new G kids because they had two, they had the two indie, you know, indie films nominated and not G kids. Uh, but I think the the other problem was, is I think the G kids put a lot of eggs in weather and review basket. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, and I, I thought that movie was fine i i have my review on i I enjoyed it it it's but it's not it's not as good as i wanted it to be um and it's a it's it's probably makoto shinkai's weakest film uh and so i think that that didn't pan out maybe the way that they'd hoped yeah it'll be interesting to see when that 
hits wide release is next week, isn't it? When uh, or is it this one? No, it's it's this. I'm gonna actually see it tomorrow with my yeah. I was gonna say, aren't they doing advanced screenings? Yeah, and I posted my review on Rotoscopers. I gave it three out of five, which I think was fair. I do too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, and then I also got to interview the band Radwimps, which was super cool. Yeah, and they're the the they I mean they did your name and weathering with you. Yeah, so it's like my first interview oh. with rock stars. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I wonder about yeah with 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 G kids because uh, clearly they do good work and they're able to, they're able to get all these international titles. You know, whatever mm-hmm. the North American rights are for yeah. for so many, um, but. I don't know. It's weird that like a lot of them just don't make it to at least to our market. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're just playing in, in the big cities. And if they do, if they are just showing up kind of at art house. Yeah. But I'm with you. It seems like Netflix, Netflix is kind of where, where it's at. Where we're going to be able to maybe is where we'll be able yeah. to see some of this more. Because, I mean, we probably get at the Broadway, we probably get better than most as far yeah. as, they're good about programming animated films of the broadway yeah but even so it's it's tough and you know you gotta you gotta be there in the small window that they yeah i was gonna say that's the big challenge is just the window is so small Mm -hmm. yeah it's like two weeks if you're lucky right (laughs) yeah and so i don't know it's an interesting but i think that it's certainly qual it has the quality of filmmaking uh that uh that could have been nominated it's of that quality i think so too and it just didn't yeah it just didn't get the, the push traction. that it needed yeah so, so anyway uh, <laughs> let's dive in let's talk a little bit about it so it's it starts uh in uh, the the first like act of the movie really is this big push of all of these people that are all being pushed in this mass exodus to this communal farm and that's where our story kind of starts and you have a pretty um big group here uh with uh with them you have uh and i'm sorry i'm gonna mispronounce names i was gonna say me too Uh, i'm gonna apologize (laughs) in advance about the names sorry there's joe and cone or cone yes the mom and dad yeah kind of the key yeah, there's the key players, you know, right. pr- principles in this film. There's the mom and dad, and then they have four children. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, Hote, Touche, and Lily, and then Sovena, who's a boy. And uh, and uh, in then there's also uh, Cone's brother Meng, and then uh, their grandmother uh and who's not i think i don't think she's ever given a name but a grandmother given a name either yeah and so what happens is through various things uh they end up getting separated from sovna in this mass kind of exodus he stops i think that that was you know again trying to remember back from the killing fields and just what i read about this horrible you know regime of the khmer rouge is that they didn't care about families you know they were they were just uh, you know, kicking people out, forcing them out of their homes and into these horrible camps. And, um, and then families were getting, just getting separated, you know, they were just, mm-hmm. and then just horrific, you yeah. know, it was just absolutely horrific. What a nightmare. 
Yeah, and the idea, I guess, is supposedly that the commute, the communal, the the communal farm is supposedly going to be better than a family or something like that. I'm sure there's some kind of, uh, some kind of ideology that uh, justified that in their eyes, and uh, and then uh, you, I mean, it's just a very traumatic scene because obviously they're very upset about getting separated from their son and uh it turns out that there is an entire camp of just for the children uh but it ends up being the the sovena and the grandma end up together kind of and then you have um the rest of the the group and uh, there's really quite a bit that happens uh, and, all right. in this in this thing, and a lot of it is tough. So yeah, uh, it, if I <laughs> if, there's some things that are probably are are rated that we're going to talk about. So <laughs> just warning yeah. um, if uh, if you're listening with kids. Um, so okay, then um, basically, then you f- they find out they get to the 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 town and they find out that their cousin named Sok has become one of the revolutionaries. So he's become one of them. So he becomes a, a, a figure. And uh, I, I don't know, just all this, this whole act, I just thought was so, so well done and so gripping. And uh, oh, you, me I too. just felt for all the characters. It just, you know, it instantly grabs you and, and, and the story really moves. And there's a lot, as you say, there's, I mean, there's a lot of horrible stuff that happens, but there's just a lot of plot. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot of stuff going yeah. on, and and yeah, yes, and uh, and the director he says he says I wanted the staging to be sober with its calm atmospheres and the immensity of the C- Cambodian landscapes. Funan dives into the in in oh, sorry. Funan dives into the interiority and conveys the paradoxes of the characters' souls. Their tortured spirits contrast with the peaceful and various landscapes. Funan tells the story of a country and a culture that is rich, yet starving and barbaric. There's a lot of truth to that. And mm-hmm. so what starts out is that, so Cho, she, the mom, she tries to get permission to go after Sovna, but she is refused. And and then Kohn, the dad, tries to cross the river, uh, and uh, but he's captured and beaten. And then they they try to they give their last valuables to a woman who uh to who's going to seduce the Kamaroos to she's going to try to get medicine for Tuck uh and but then uh the but tuck ends up dying yeah before she can get back Mm -hmm. she comes back she's unsuccessful but the uh, the other women beat her um because uh because they're disgusted with her and so she ends up leaving her son to cho the mom uh to raise and so that is all very just crazy and 
And then, I mean, and it's all about like, can these people under these environment, like maintain their dignity and their integrity and like, will they become animals? Like they're being treated like animals. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, um, kind of reminds me of man's search for meaning. Yeah. Uh, where Victor Frankl's is, Absolutely. he, he has to sort of pretend that he can talk to his wife just so that he has one thing that's keeping his humanity. And yeah, it, it's, it's really, really uh, moving stuff. And so uh, then you have, Sok uh, trying to help Kohn uh, to find him, find Sovna. And uh, we also go back and forth. And we see Sovna with Grandma. And, uh, and, the, uh, and there, it's just a nightmare. And uh, then you see the brother, Meng. He is unhappy. He tries to escape. And uh, there's a pretty dramatic scene where uh cone follows him just to kind of say goodbye and and then there's a uh so um cone goes after him and uh and the, the guards find him but Sok kills the guards and uh and so then you have cone and uh cho going back but then Sok is killed so uh then you know that that whole scene I thought was very was very intense. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's just trying to say goodbye at one point, and then things just escalate very quickly. Yeah, it escalates quickly, and you know these the Khmer Rouge were just so ruthless, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know it's almost like it kind of felt like a prison break movie. <laughs> a bit, yeah, you know? yeah, uh, and, and of course you get to see the good and soak who had been with revolutionaries. Yeah. And so, so, so has a noble, um, a noble death, right? Isn't he? Cause doesn't he? Yeah. So gay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Cone saves the daughter of a, of a Khmer Rouge, uh, a soldier from drowning, uh, in a well. And that sort of starts a whole plot, uh, plot line because, uh, Cho is mad at him for doing that. She says, "How how could you do that?" And um, the uh, her her name is is um, it's P E U V Puev, I think Puev. Yeah. And so then they separate the the men from the women at that point, and you have um, you have. Pueb trying to give food to Cho, but she's still mad and she refuses. And then there's the whole plot line, which is one of the most devastating of the whole movie, where the grandma encourages uh, Lily to go and uh, to flirt with this officer, and uh, he rapes her, and she commits suicide. She kills herself. I mean, it's just devastating she hangs herself outside the camp and uh it's yeah. so sad and of course devastating for the mother and for everybody you know yeah yeah it's brutal and then when hote comes back and he finds out what happened he burns the guard uh that raped her yeah uh, he burns them al- he burns them al- alive basically right i mean he just yeah yeah 
and uh and then the grandma character dies of uh of starvation yeah she starves to death i mean it's just like thing after thing you know yeah. and this poor family you just i mean and i need mean, one of the things that totally breaks my heart i mean no duh but here we're just getting kind of the spotlight on one family but this is happening to everybody yeah right and you know what it's what a tragedy but it's not as hopeless as it sounds like i don't know it 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 still manages through the music through the like you still um i don't know like it's very very sad but it's still there's still some hope for the characters you know oh absolutely and you know the mom and dad cho and and kwan i'm sure messing up the names they still have got this drive to survive and to try to keep their family together as much as they can, you know, and that never leaves them. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. So that I felt like really gives it this hope and purpose. And in a way it becomes that that's what it really inspired me because yeah, rather than just give up, they persevere. Yeah, and they and, and she never gives up on finding her son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, I agree. And so uh, it, I, I think it goes a year or maybe even more. Yeah, there's a time. There's a time lapse, right? Again. Yeah, yeah. and so you see Cho in in, in a hospital, and uh, she she reunites with Kon, and uh, yeah, he find, he finds her, which mm-hmm. you know they don't give the details, but I. I mean, I was so relieved. You know, yeah, like, what a miracle. Me too. Miracle. And uh, he tells her he found Sovana, and uh, the um, the Cambodian Vietnamese War has begun, and uh, and so. And I can't remember the years, you know. And I didn't look look up. I guess maybe we could check, you know, when that war started. You know, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but they uh, they're able to find their fi- able to find their son. 1978. Okay. Yeah. So they were in the um the 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 fields for three years. Yeah. Three years, and uh, and so uh, they decide that they're going to go try for the Thailand border. And uh, before they get there, they there's an execution by the Khmer Rouge, and uh, and you, there's an amazing scene uh, where Cho confronts the the group. Uh, she opens up her chest, and you see the beatings, and you see the scars on her chest, and of what she has um, suffered. And she gets them to stop killing this woman and uh it's uh, it's a, a, a very powerful really, really powerful moving scene oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh so then they reach the border and uh so con he uh he's seen by the guards and so he basically uh kind of distracts them distracts the guards so that sovan and, and cho could run across the border and he ends up getting getting killed but they end up getting across that border and that's it's just a real triumphant moment for sure oh it is it's like triumph and tragedy uh 
But the dad, you know, Cone gives his last act is saving his wife and son. And, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things. It's so sad, but also all three of them would have died. Had right. he, had he not done that. And at least that's how I, I interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like, I don't know, like sometimes in these kind of indie films, like the narrative isn't so, uh, traditional, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like they try to, yeah. and sometimes I enjoy that the artistry and the more abstract choices, but I kind of really appreciated that this could basically, this movie could be a Steven Spielberg movie if it was live action. Oh, absolutely. Like, as far as the yeah. structure and the, empire of the sun, you know, yeah. kind, of, <laughs> kind of style. Yeah. 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 Cambodia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really think so. And uh, it, uh, yeah, it would probably be up for a bunch of Oscars <laughs> if it was live action. Right. <laughs> uh, right. And I don't know. It's just, a, it's a very classic as far as that kind of structure and having that ending which evidently is true to life, you know, that that happened for his, his mother and um, that, uh, you know, he wanted to tell her journey as uh, his first feature film. And I just think that's really impressive. And I'm just so glad that we live in an era where the making of these kinds of films is available and i'm grateful to the investors and the people and the funds and the uh all the different stuff that has to go into the stipends and government support and all the different stuff uh that kind of has to happen in order for something like this to be made uh and because it's just it's somebody making something about their mother and it's just a beautiful story about a family try triumphing over the worst odds you could ever imagine Mm -hmm. and so i don't know it just makes me grateful yes i you know i hear you it is one of those films where you 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 just feel so grateful for what you have and Mm -hmm. uh and then also you just feel inspired by these people that really went through something difficult and were were able to you know yeah. get through although only you know only two of the of the six yeah the family survive um but still with those two and then and then you know when everybody was important all along the way they couldn't have done it uh without it was all part of it was the whole family really was succeeding and triumphing with those two people crossing the yeah uh, yeah yeah it's true and uh and so yeah i really enjoyed it this is definitely something if people ask me for a hidden gem or something like that from 2019 this is definitely one that i will uh kind of push on people because i think it's a really beautiful film with a uh i mean it's 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 tough it's tough to watch but i just i really really liked it and i i i'd be really excited to see what this director will do next me too i i really hope he's working that dennis doe mm-hmm. you mentioned his name i really hope he's working on on another uh 
animated project. I believe this one was based out of France because he, he is mm-hmm. he's French Chinese Cambodian. I think is what they is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. he, he is. Um, but uh, I know that on iTunes they had it in both English dub and French dub. I mm-hmm. I of course watched the English dub, but uh, I think that it originally was French. You know Did I mean? they have? any like stars or anything like that in it the dub the english dub i don't know i i was i couldn't find the cast list mm. and it didn't and it didn't show it at least there are, maybe it did at the very very end of the credits and i missed it because i because the i watched it in the with subtitles i watched it subbed uh because so Fran- that's what in it, french with with mm-hmm. uh this okay because that's what it was on the screener okay that they sent me uh but um but yeah it is it is like like we said it's very easily available so uh people should check it out and uh, evidently uh the director was at animationist film uh in yeah uh, in la and in la uh, my friend cameron said that he was just the sweetest guy sweetest man and so proud of it as he should be and uh so anyway it's pretty cool uh, so yeah if any of you listening get a chance to see this film let me know what you think and uh we'd be we'd be really really curious put in the comment section or on twitter uh what you think of funan and uh so that's it i think for this movie and uh so we'll be excited uh, we'll come up with something fun to talk about in february let us know if you have any suggestions for obscure animation uh we always like to hear those oh absolutely uh so stanford where can people find you i'm on twitter at stanford clark and then i have a movie blog and podcast at moviespastandpresent.com great yeah and i'll have that all in the description section and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on Rotten tomatoes where you can see my reviews where you can see where you can see my reviews of all of the films that I watched in that screening so, session. So all the indie animation uh, from G-Kids I have on Rotten Tomatoes. You can check out my reviews. So check that out. And uh, so thanks so much. This was really fun. And uh, Great, Rachel, we will, thank you. we'll talk again next month. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>